Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Now that heart is beating fast And that's the rhythm I can dance to oh, I'm mighty glad I've got a chance to That one big heart that's beating fast Tomorrow morning let it rain Tomorrow morning let it pour Tonight we're in the groove together Ain't gonna worry about Stormy Gonna kick all trouble out the door. Beat out old trouble and drunk. Here we are on Radical Australia Community Radio 3CR, streaming live on 3cr.org.au. This program is podcast. You can access the podcast for the next six to eight weeks as long as you pay $200,000 to 3CR. <laughs> Is that right, Dale? Are we, are we actually charging people for podcasts? Not at all, not at you all. You mean they can do it for nothing? Absolutely. They can listen to this brilliant interview for nothing? All you have to do is go to 3cr.org.au and find the Radical Australia podcast, and it's all yours for nicks. I cannot believe this. How come we're not making any money out of this, Dale? <laughs> because, uh, because we have what's known as integrity. How do you spell that? That's <laughs> oh, too, too big a word for me. Well, Dale, it's good to see you here this week. I understand you're a bit tired and emotional after your trip to Queensland last week. Uh, last, we won't go into that, but I'm um, pleased to see you back. I would hate to see you go back to live in Queensland. Oh, you and me both, buddy. That's good. Because remember, I'm a Queenslander too. Oh, I was born in the Royal Brisbane Hospital. Where were you born? I think Royal Brisbane as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About 40 years apart. Oh, Depressing. Yeah. All right, that's not depressed. We actually got an exciting yes. guest. <laughs> He's young. He's ready to be eviscerated, gutted, analysed. O'Neill yes. Waromi. Yep. Yep. Yeah, he's clapping himself. That's what we want. I'm here. I'm here. We may, I may be a ventriloquist and I'm making this up. This not you may not be Mr. Waromi. How do we know you, Mr. Waromi? You show me identification. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, all right. Well, yes, sir. <laughs> I like that. The boy shows respect <laughs> to the corrupt and the elderly. It's good to see. <laughs> now, all right. Let's get rid of the bullshit. Now, O'Neill, just to orientate our listeners, you know, because they're all old. They're all over in 1996. We're, we're great. People in nursing homes love us. So, what year were you born? 1994. Could you repeat that a bit louder? 1994. How can I fill an hour talking to you? You, you haven't lived, you haven't done anything in your life. <laughs> oh, contraire, mon ami. Non, 1994. Yeah. All right, okay, all right, that's okay. So what's the first thing you remember about being on planet Earth? First thing I can remember... Remember, this is live radio. You can't think. <laughs> yep. Uh, first thing I can remember when, on my early childhood, was I was living with my mom in Java, Jakarta. Excuse me, where? In Jakarta. Jakarta. In, you mean in, in Java, Indonesia? Yes. Oh, that's strange. Yep. So, um, what were you doing there? My father is a navy soldier. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And my mom. 
has incredible job being a housewife. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. she's a, a <laughs> so my father is a, was Papuan and my mother is a Japanese. Uh-huh. Japanese. So, so yeah, because of he transferred from one, you know, naval base to another naval base. So that's mm-hmm. why. So you were born in, in, in uh, I was born in Jakarta. In Jakarta yep. in 1994. So right. what was that first memory again before I rudely interrupted? I was living with my mom and struggled <laughs> with my mom because <laughs> my, my father wasn't there. So, yeah. You weren't arguing with your mum when you're two or three, were you? I won't. And, uh, I, will, I, I'm st- I'm, I will listen to her all the time. <laughs> That's a good boy. Where did the name O'Neill come from? It's not a very West Papuan or Javanese name, that's, is it? That's, that's still a secret in my life. That Nobody's yeah. told you? Yeah, my mom said there's O-N-E in on O'Neill, so I mean, I'm the first son, so yeah. You're the first son, so you called O'Neill? Yes. Oh, O-N-E, one. 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 Yep. Oh. So you're not Irish then? No Irish. <laughs> <laughs> I wish my father friend is Irish. That's why. I, that's how I gave it that name. I wish. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. it's more right. clear. More but clear. still, until now, it's still mystery. So mystery, mm-hmm. mystery. Yes. Well, that's the good thing about having. Look, it's good. Good thing about having a good name because people remember you. I remember you, Mister O'Neill. I've seen you around the traps. You're yep. a troublemaker. I know that. But let's not talk about that at the minute. Um, you got any brothers and sisters? I have one little brother and one little sister, so yeah. yeah. Are they back in Java or are they back in West Papua? They're back in West Papua. And where yeah. in West Papua? In Jayapura. Uh-huh. People know it back then as uh, Port Numbai. Uh-huh. But yep. Jayapura. Yep. yep. All right. Okay. And... Uh, and your father is is he still alive? Or? Uh, my father's still active, uh, navy right. uh, in the navy. All so. right. Well, we won't go into that. Right, cool. I mean, that's good. I mean, we're not here because nobody listens to this no, program. Exactly. Anymore, so. <laughs> nobody listens. It doesn't go on through the world. So, you know, you know, freecr.org.au. It doesn't get broadcast simultaneously. It's not podcast. There's no record of this program, <laughs> so we won't mention your father. Right. Okay. Sure. So where'd you go to primary school? Um, when or where? Where, where, where? Where? I was, yeah, because um, my father, you know, a Navy soldier, that's why I kept moving from one place to the other place. Uh-huh. You know how Indonesia is built by different islands? Yes. yes. Yep, so, so, so what islands have you been on? Oh, I went to Makassar in Sulawesi. I went yeah. to Sumatra with the Hercules plan. I went to Jaffa. I went to uh, Bali. Uh-huh. So what, 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 what was your education like? Educations back in... in um, when you were a young boy, did, was, it, was it difficult because you were moving from school to school? It was... I think I didn't complain at that time, but... Now I get that skill, you know, like um, I'm easy, adaptable and, mm. you know, <laughs> into traveling. Mm. So it's not that hard for me to go everywhere. Yeah, I've got to tell you the word of the year, O'Neill, as you're one of us now. Resilience. Resilience. Everybody talks about resilience. What yes. it means is you've been punched to the ground and you get up. That's all it means, resilience. Yes. All right. So... So what language did you speak at home? This is interesting. I spoke uh, Papuan Malay. So it's kind of mixed with Bahasa and Papuan accent. Right. Yeah, so, um, and a bit of uh, my father language. 
uh, Ambai because we come from uh, Ambai tribes, mm-hmm. uh, northern side of West Papua, mm-hmm. and I speak Bahasa mm-hmm. and a bit of English and a bit of uh, Papua New Guinea and Pidgin. Look, you speak more than a bit of English. Okay, so personally, I love languages, so um, I'm willing to learn any language, even Japanese, a bit of Japanese or mm-hmm. Arabic or. Arabic, yes. yeah. Good, good, good. <laughs> Arabic. What can I think of Arabic? I know, I know one word. Shukran or Assalamu alaikum. Yeah, no, let that come out of it. No, Sabal. Sabal. What does that mean? It means wait. Oh. Be patient. Sabal. Okay, okay. That's, about, uh, that's what I keep, uh, people keep telling me in Arabic. Sabal, Sabal. I'm impatient. All right. So. Did religion play much of a part in your life when you were a young boy? Yes. Yes. Um, honestly, my father my father is Christian, and my father bring my mom to convert to be Christian. Really? Yeah. And she hasn't so been when I brought up... When I brought up Hang on. Now let's go back. Let's go, right. back. let's go back. Yes. So your father is a Christian. Yes. Right. And obviously his parents... We're Christians. Yep. Right? Then he married a young ja- Javanese woman, your mum, and what's her first name? Uh, Doriani. Doriani. Yep. And she converted to Christianity. Yes. Isn't that illegal in Indonesia? Yes. It's against all law. It's against Everyone. God's law, <laughs> the state law, <laughs> common I mean, law. I mean, as we know, that um, Indonesia is a strict Muslim country. Now, yeah. Yeah. Now. But it wasn't then. It wasn't then. No. That's yeah, right. so when I was staying in Java. I was staying with my Muslim family, mm-hmm. so yeah, as you say, it's resilience. I mean, I'm I'm not judging people by their religions or whatsoever. Mm. I mean, mm. um, I want to be peace with everybody. So that's mm. doesn't matter if I go to Jaffa or I go mm. back to my Christian family back in West Papua, all mm. the same. Mm. Yep. Well, I have noticed that uh, God plays a prominent role in the lives of many West Papuans. Does it, does God play a role in your life? Yeah. I think so. I think so. Yep. So yep. Did, did you go to one of the uh, churches they have here, the West Papua? Um, no, no, you're not that fundamentalist. That's fair enough. Okay, I can understand. I have been myself. I understand. So, how old were you when you finished primary school? Oh, I was twelve. Yeah, yep. twelve. And. Uh, you spoke about Sulawesi. Weren't you, did, you, did you live on military bases when you were um, moving around, or did you live in the community? I was, li- I was living in the community. And it, that's normal, is it? People, soldiers and naval personnel's families don't live on special bases. So. Oh, there, there, there are a couple of like uh, residents special for like mm-hmm. for all the uh, navy soldiers. But um, when I went to Sulawesi, I went for uh, training. So yeah, that. so um, I get this scholarship from West Papuan government. Hang on, hang on. Let's all go right. back. Let's, let's right. go back. Let's, right. go, let's right. go back. Right. I've, I've, I've gone mad. Right. <laughs> I like to do things in order. All Otherwise, right. being old, I, I forget. Ask Stan. <laughs> She's got to put me in the right, sure. straight and narrow. All right. So you finished primary school. Where were you when you finished primary school? I'll, I'll, I'll stay in Jaipura mm-hmm. until. High school, right. So when did you win that scholarship? On um, yeah, yeah, ten is yeah. 10. So you were in Jayapura when you won the scholarship. Mm. 
So why would the West Papuan government, the state government or the local West Papuan government be interested in you? Because you've never gone back to West Papua, you never <laughs> lived there. How come you got a scholarship? What's going on here? Because I have, as always, I have a surname of West Papuan surname. Right. And uh, because my father returned to West Papua and worked there, that's why we stay there and we end up, um, we finish our education Basic educations in West Papua. So when did you go back to West Papua? When you started high school or year When 10? we started, um, what do you call it, the um, junior junior high or junior high? Yeah, junior so high. So what? You're about fourteen, were you? Mm, mm. So that would have mean what's that? 2010 when you went back to yeah, Australia. around 2010. So did you have any memories of West Papua before you went back? Had you visited uh, grandparents or? Family? Yeah, I visited grandparents before. Mm. And it was it was peace and nice and green, but now because of the infrastructures and yeah, let's let's go back. Let's go back right. to that. Right. So, in two thousand and two thousand and ten, you went back. And what was it like in two thousand and ten? Mm, it was nice. Jaipur was nice because uh, my house was in the in the like top of the mountain. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> top of the mountain. I like yeah, that. surrounded by like. Mm-hmm. Green forest, mm-hmm. untouched by human beings. But was it was this traditional land or land that your father had bought? I was, I, it was. We 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 not come from that that area. Areas, we so come from an it. island. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if it's a, they say the the capital city of West Papua, mm. where you know the developments happens everywhere and right. So in 2010, you, you're living an idyllic lifestyle. How'd you get to school? You're on top of a hill. Oh. Did you walk, run, bicycle? You know, um, my uncle is... Have you heard about tuk-tuk? Like yeah, yeah, tuk-tuk, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they're using a motorbike. It's yeah. like, yeah. So my uncle, before he started working, you know... God, you're like, spoiled. <laughs> we need to... <laughs> Come on. I can't believe this. You're living on top of a hill. It takes you're like... twelve. You're 14. <laughs> you can't even walk down the bloody hill. Your uncle takes you and he's tuk-tuk. This not like small mountain. Or this it takes like two hours just to walk. Two hours. To yeah. Walk down the mountain. And then there, there's no like a, like oh. a asphalt road uh-huh. straight to. All oh, right, I forgive you. I yeah. forgive you. So how long does it take by tuk tuk to get to school? <laughs> Around forty five minutes, I think. Uh huh. It depends on the uh, motorbike. You'd have a headache, wouldn't you, because of all the rough road. Boom, 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 exactly. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> when you start school, you go, oh, I've got a headache, teacher. So, what language did you use in school? I use Bahasa, since, mm. you know, West Papua is occupied by Indonesian, so... Mm. I use the O word, occupied. Yeah. I thought West Papuans love to be part of Indonesia. <laughs> oh, I didn't think so. You don't think so? I didn't think so. When did... Uh, well, you've you gone back in 2010, you're 14, mm-hmm. you get a scholarship, you're living on top of a mountain, you get a tuk-tuk ride to school... When did you start looking around you and noticing that things weren't what you thought they were? Well, things hasn't been like that. I felt it, fell it right before when I was in Jaffa, not even in West Papua. What did you feel? Because I'm a mix. Mixed, yeah. I mean, yeah. So what, people mixed, look mixed blooded, right? So when I was in, <laughs> when I did my, Elementary at Jakarta. 
I faced a lot of like discriminations, and because I was my father was Christian as well, so. Mm-hmm. But was it a, was it official state discrimination or discrimination by neighbours? By neighbours and community, that's it. Right, because you weren't part of their religious upbringing, or you looked different. You don't look West Papua. You don't look Javanese. <laughs> <laughs> oh, terrible, terrible. Oh, there's, what's the word for it? I don't know. I can't think of one that's not really, really offensive. Yeah, they used to have this word in the English language. It was very offensive. It's called misgenomination, something like that, when the, the mixture of the races. Yes. It's a terrible thing, terrible thing, terrible thing. So, but that was just discrimination. Based, yeah. That's, based. that's different. It's, it's so okay. when you went to West Papua, yep. you're 14... You begin to think, what did you notice? About West Papua? Yeah, about the, how West Papuans were living at that time. Yeah, West Papua at that time, it's so different with, uh, with, with Jaffa that I experienced it before. Mm. West Papua is more welcome to every type of community, every mm. type of religion. So, you, and we welcome everybody pretty much. Mm. So you felt... You were accepted. Exactly. Right. Nobody said, oh, go on. Yeah. Yeah, right. So accepted. But how about, how did you feel about the way West Papuans were being treated? Um, did you notice anything? Yep, yep. Because uh, on the uphill, uh, I have a um, friend, not friend. We call each other family. That's how yep. it is, yep. traditionally. Yeah. So um, I have a friend from the Highlands. And auntie or uncle, they, you know, they do, they, they did farming as well. Mm-hmm. All right. So they bring this cassava and sweet potatoes and everything to the market. Mm-hmm. But then you need to sit on the ground. Mm-hmm. All right. On the ground with all this, you know, water drainage everywhere. So dirty and dogs and flies everywhere. And so the West Papuans were given that area. Exactly. Right. While this, um, say people from other island, from Makassar mm. or from mm. Jaffa, mm. they, they have, you know, they have this like a, like a stand and right. a table for them mm. to sell, sell their veggies or mm. their, so this the is the fish. first time what you noticed, you noticed. Exactly. And yeah, because, because my mom is quite close with uh, my auntie from the, from mm. the highlands and mm. he, she always, Go to the market and selling stuff. So we always spend our, our time in the market. And then mm. the primary school I went is very close. It's called a Hamadi. Mm. And then there's a Hamadi market. Just and Hamadi market is close to the harbor, to the oceans, where they bring all the fish and then sell it fresh food right there. Yeah. So we spend our time pretty much on the market. Mm. Same, same. And what was high school like? High school. Yeah, lucky. I was, I was not uh, not confidently saying I'm, I'm I'm smart, but I can't. Yeah, nah, I'm, come, I'm, on, come on, come yeah, on, come on. We, we don't want it. We don't. We don't. We don't. We don't. We, we don't want it. Nah, we don't. You're want smart. It. You're was, brilliant. You got I call, I call, I call yeah. myself potential. All right. So no, 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 no. no. Okay. You're no. brilliant. You're brilliant. Okay. Uh, no, let's, no. let's not argue about nah. that. 
You may be stupid, but it doesn't matter. You're brilliant <laughs> as far as we're concerned in the interview. Look, you did well at high school. Yeah, I did well in high school. Now, was it a mixed school or was it just West Papua? It was uh, West Papua. It's like one of the top schools in all West Papua mm-hmm. Island. So, um, yeah, it's called uh, Negri Lima. SMA means like mm-hmm. national school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lima means five. Mm-hmm. So, mm. so did you enjoy your schooling? Yes, I enjoy it. Right. So um, the school was on the top of the mountain as well. <laughs> excuse me, I'm a bit confused here. You live on the top of the mountain. Yes. You take a tut tut what down the mountain, then up another yep, mountain. Yep, yep. Uh, okay, all right. Okay, that's so, all right. <laughs> Jaipura has so many mountains. Maybe you just had a rope and you could do a flying fox from Did one that, mountain to the other. They only have maybe twenty bus. Twenty bucks. No train, no anything. Because right. it's Nothing. risky. Right. So many mountains. So, there. did you did you stay at school overnight, or did you come home every night? Um, we have a bus, luckily. Yep. So, so you didn't stay in dormitories like many West Papuan students do. No. Um, our other school, uh, like SMA Negri Tiga, mm. means like the national high school number mm. three. Mm. They have their own dormitory, mm-hmm. but for us, we have our bus, mm-hmm. and yeah, so every morning the bus come to all regions, all suburbs, yeah. Okay, right. okay I can see it. This is the West Papuan intelligentsia, which they're trying to funnel into the Indonesian way of life. So, what year did you finish high school? 2012. And what happened after that? After that, I received because uh, yeah, I received the scholarship, and then they sent me back to Makassar to do a training, like English, English, mm-hmm. English mm-hmm. training. And then after that, they they sent us to Jakarta, and we did uh, like const- so con- not not meaning badly concentration came, but it's for only for like um, for mathematics, physics, and. Mm. And biology. Intense. We call it intensive education. Intensive, yeah, yeah exactly. Intensive. We force it into you quickly. Exactly. <laughs> right. And so how long did that last for? Uh, it started on year eleven till year twelve. So I right. didn't, I didn't stay in Jaipura and finish my high school there. But, but I get credit from the intensive training in in right. Jaffa. So you did. You got a, you got your high school certificate. Yep. And so that would be what, 12, 14 or something? 13, 12, 13? 12, 13, yeah. Yeah. So here you are, young man, yeah. world at your feet, living in West Papua, high school graduate. What university did you go to? There's only one, obviously. I went to Pat Kettin University. Excuse me? Yep, I went to... Could you repeat that again? Is, yeah. Is, is that in Indonesia, is it? No. <laughs> it's in Australia. All right. Let's, I'm a bit confused here. Look, it's uh, almost 4.30. This is Radical Australian Community Radio 3CR, streaming live on 3cr.org.au. I'm uh, chatting, not interviewing, with Mr. O'Neill Waromi. And young Dale is all ears listening. She's waiting for me to make a mistake because normally I can't. <laughs> normally I can't pronounce people's names, but she doesn't know I'm a whiz yes. at Papua and West Papua names. <laughs> I've got a bit of an association with these people. Yeah. All right, I'll send them one ounce of my ashes to be scattered in West Papua. Now, all right, 
you finished high school in 2013, and the next thing you're telling me you're in bloody Curtin University in Perth. Yep. What happened? So, um, that scholarship actually covered everything right. from my high school until I get my bachelor degree here in Australia. So that's how it started. But what they send you here for? Haven't they got any universities in West Papua uh, Indonesia? What was, what was the story behind that? We have a really um, low quality of education back home, to be right. honest. Right. Yeah. So, so, so do you want to go to Perth, or were you just said this is part of your scholarship? They chose me. They they give me an option since mm. you know my English was pretty well. Mm. So they say, oh, you go to America or you go to. To Australia, and at that time, my father was so obsessed with this, uh, working in as a mining, as an engineer. Mm. Yeah, because he has he has his uh, problems with his with the uncle with the mm. Freeport, who's working in the Freeport right. company, as you know, one of the biggest copper and gold world. company in the yeah. world. So, yeah, he pushed me to to be an engineer. Right. Well, at that time. You know, traditionally, I need to listen to my father and be oh, responsible. Yeah, and these marks on the side <laughs> of my face. Yeah, <laughs> I can see those on your face. Yeah, it's um, all right. No, traditionally, yeah. look, traditionally, you listen to your father. So you went yeah. to Curtin, and yeah, because I, yeah, I need to be responsible to my little brothers and sisters as That's well. Right. So That's um, right. I finished my study there. I took the chance of with the scholarship. So you went. So you went to Curtin University. Yep. Do you remember the day you stepped off the plane in Perth? Yes. What did you think? I was scared. About what? It was everything. Because I never, I never been to Australia. I never know how life is going to be there. And uh-huh. so like you stepped off the plane. You kind of, through. kind of mixed feeling as well. Um, mm. Kind of excited and scared at the same time. So. Because you were 18, weren't you? I was, I was 18, yeah. 18. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. can you remember how you felt when you actually walked out the air, the airport door and saw all that busyness? What did you think? I was, I was surprised. Like, I'm here. Right. Australia. Uh, like, I never expect that happens in my life before, studying abroad, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. For West Papuan students who are living in, you know, um, insufficiently with, you mm-hmm. know, life mm-hmm. with whatever they have and they have this opportunity, it's kind of. Mm-hmm. Did anybody gr- pick you up from the airport? Um, yeah. <laughs> the accommodation driver. Accommodation yeah, driver. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, because we live in our accommodations of the Cadian Uni, so. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So some bloke turns up and says. And yeah, exactly. They're holding a banner with like all of names. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So off you go and in the back of the bus. Any other West Papuans with you? Or? Yeah. We were 12 of us. 12 of you? Mm. That's a big mob. They, didn't even, big they mob. didn't even bother to send one representative from the university, just the bus driver. <laughs> I don't know. Because oh, it's all uh, organized by the agency. So that's all oh, right. Okay. Yeah. You turn up the university and um, what course did you start? I did my honours in Bachelor of Petroleum Engineering. So petroleum Engineering. Yeah. All does that mean you play with matches, does it, if it's Petroleum oh, Engineering? Not really. Matches is dangerous for it's that. Dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> so how long is that course? It was four years course. But four years, so yeah. you're 22. Yeah. What was life like for a young man from another country in Perth at, at the university, what was that? What was that four years like? Uh, 
I was struggling. Struggling? Yeah. What, in terms of, were you able to go back home at any stage or? Oh, uh, the government didn't, you know, um, give us the flight ticket to go back, so we need, <laughs> we need to save up or get a part-time job to, you know. Right, so they gave you a scholarship, a one-way ticket. Basically, mm, they they give us our pocket money for every yeah. month, but then you know we need to pay our rent and food and everything. So right, okay. But then there was no, you didn't go back home for. Uh, I went back after three years. So so your family didn't see you for three years. Your mother didn't uh, see my, you. My mom didn't. didn't see you for three yeah, years. Yeah. Your brother, your sister didn't see you for three years. How did you feel about that? Um, sad, but I mean. As a person, I believe in, I mean, this struggle will mm. worth it one day. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute. Okay, <laughs> relax. Plenty of time. All right. Remember, you you know about canoes, obviously. Oh, yes. I'm in the canoe. You're in the canoe. There's only one problem. I have the oar. Okay? All right. We will get there. We right, will sure. get to the destination. Sure. The tuk-tuk canoe will get there. Okay? All right. Sure. We'll talk about all the fascinating things that are happening <laughs> and going to happen in Melbourne and the rest of the universe. But I'm interested. What I want to do in this program is actually show people uh, the big decisions a lot of people have to make in life because I assume you're expected to go back to Indonesia in 2016 or 15? It was 16. 15. Yeah. I assume there was huge pressure. The, our government wants you to go back. Your government wants you to go back. Your family wants you to go back. Why didn't you go back? Mm, um, I'm choosing... uh, Yeah, I choose to be living independently. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it's good for myself, good for my life skills, Mm -hmm. good for... I understand that. I understand that. Yeah, yeah. I understand that. You You chose to live independently... In Perth, but wasn't the understanding that you had to go back at the end of full, at the end of your degree or not? I have to go back there, yeah. So, what does that mean when you say I'm not going back? It's like uh, you need to sacrifice your time and your <laughs> your like. You're taught about yep, your yep. family, and yep. yeah, that's so a huge decision to make. It's it's a huge decision. How long, how long, long did it? How long have you been thinking about not going back? Um, since maybe the last two years. Last two years. Yeah. What you didn't feel there was a life for you in in West Papua? No life, and and. Should I go to that stage where I graduate and I have a vacation work in Indonesia? Oh, yeah. So well, you I graduated? Was, I was graduated 2016, did you say? 15? No, it was, it was last year, 17. 17, you graduated? Yeah. And what, you went back to Indonesia? I went back to Indonesia. Oh, all right. Okay. And that's, after, that. that's after three years. After three years, you went back, what, to work? I went back and then... Um, I was working at the, one of the biggest oil and gas company, BP. Right. right. BP, British Petroleum and yep. Micro, Mike, no Micro China, it's Petro yep. China. Yep. It's one of a Chinese national companies, so yep. I worked there. And then the thing is, they, they need to put us in Jaffa, in Jakarta, because mm-hmm. all these, uh, 
you know, uh, engineering center base are in Jaffa, mm-hmm. while the oil drillings and the wells are in West Papua. Right. And then, and there, I witnessed that uh, we need to compete, and not not even compete. We are losing in this competition since mm-hmm. Java has the whole, you know, um, good quality university education and everything, mm-hmm. and then they can strike to do application of the job or engineer jo- engineer job marketing every everything's mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. while West Papua need to do <laughs> need to travel up to Java get the you know educations right yeah there and then apply apply the jobs in Java yeah. leaving their family behind so but you realize you realize that's part of the way it's organized exactly so you draw out the intelligentsia the more intelligent thinking people from the community and actually absorb them into the wider Indonesian community. We have the same thing here. We give scholarships to, you know, struggling working class children so they can go to a private school and they think it's wonderful and then they become exactly like the ruling classes. So it's the same concept. So so what happened in 2017? Yeah, um... Yeah, I mean, start from the job. At B- yeah, yeah B- we're doing the job, and you're yeah, not yeah. happy, and you're seeing it. Yeah, so, so I was yeah. working in an engineering base in mm-hmm. B- BP and PetroChina, and mm-hmm. after that, they sent me back to West Papua to all the you know oil wells and everything. Work yep. there on the drilling yep. department and production department, mm-hmm. and I saw like this oil leaking contaminations everywhere, mm-hmm. and then. They bribe each other. They bribe their like environmental mm, department mm, with, yeah. with, say, with steel cap boot or. Cause you, they you're, you're not telling me. Look, I, I feel I find this hard to believe. <laughs> I find this hard to believe that um, the Indonesian government was actually uh, didn't care about what was happening to West Papua and the West Papua and people. I don't. I don't think they care. You don't think? You yeah, don't think I don't they think care. They care. Yeah. I mean, what's wrong with taking a bribe? I mean, from that, from the oil and gas perspective, Mm -hmm. the price of the oil from all over Indonesia is the most expensive in West Papua while we produce so much. Right. So you produce the oil, but you pay more for it. Uh, Yeah, I don't understand. Yeah. Well, that's what what colonialism is about. Because you are a colony. (laughs) West Papua is a colony of Indonesia. We don't think of it as a colony. I think people need to understand that. You know, people, as you, as, you, as you point out, they've got their own culture, their own language, their own lands, their own, you know, it's a colony. Just like we colonised Australia. Dale and I single-handedly colonised Australia, didn't we, Dale? <laughs> single-handedly. Yeah, single-handedly. single-handedly. Yeah, nobody else. All right. So you are, you're working, you're not pretty happy. So what do you decide to do? Um, at that time, you, you can't complain with everyone about what's happening. Mm. Yeah, because when you go back, to I mean I was after they put me on the field they put me back in Jakarta and mm. then, I mean what wh- what can I do like well you're you're at the bottom of the picking order aren't you you just started you just yeah just so started. I can go like hey boss you you, you treat them like an animals like mm. I did send a message to the general manager about because mm. when I was there mm. there's a guy get heart attack yep. and pass away on the field when I was in a drilling department yeah yep. And then I witnessed that guy pass away in front of, like, my eyes. Mm. And then when I see the, like, the facility on the drilling, on the drilling department, it's terrible. Mm. It's far away from 
uh, violating <laughs> so, human so, so rights. So most of the workers in West Papua, West Papuan, or were they in no, no, not Papua, really. Indonesia. They even send more people from like contractor from Java or from Sulawesi, Manado to come over and work there. So there's not job opportunities for West Papua. Oh, not really. Not really, except the intelligentsia. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So you saw all this. You went back to uh, Jakarta. What, what did you think? I went to Jakarta, and then I have a, I have a, se- uh, we call it, we call it senior. Mm-hmm. Um, like he's one year older. He graduated from the same university as me, Kedin yep. University, but he's doing mining engineering, right. and then he. He experienced it. I mean, he went back to Indonesia, to West Papua, mm-hmm. and then spent the whole six months there, mm-hmm. not getting any proper jobs with the, you know, qualification, first class honors in right. mining engineering. Right. Didn't get any chance of getting a job or anything, pretty much. He just stayed at home, look after the little brothers, little mm-hmm. sister. His name is Joe. Joe Sadik is now working in, um, <laughs> in Pat. Mm. At Cal- Kalgoorlie, mm. yeah. So uh, he he told me you better not go back there because the system will push you down, mm-hmm. and you can't win because mm-hmm. you, you you by yourself there. Yeah. I mean you can't fight with anybody, mm. and the only I mean uh, after we go out of the island, our mentality is changing, right? We know that something wrong back back home, mm. and. We know that we're living under occupations. Everything is so hard for the for the West Papuan people, right? Even the job, even the food. But luckily, I mean, we have the tradition. Traditionally, they look after each other, even though they they don't know, they don't understand about like uh, economic index or income or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What they're doing is just go fishing and go yeah. to the farm. You know, well, I understand about survival. Exactly, everybody understands about yeah. survival. Yeah. So he told me that, and I was thinking for a while, and then I'm like, okay, I'll go back to here, to Melbourne. Uh, excuse me, had you been to Melbourne before? Uh, yes, I come here uh, just for visit. When? 2015 and 16, I think. I came for a visit. Yeah, I came for a visit. Because I've heard there are a lot of West Papuan community here in Melbourne. Right. So you came for a visit and what mm. did you find? Oh, oh, first time I met Uncle Jacob, Jacob Rumbea. Mm. Went to Pat and because his, he has his family in Pat as well. Mm. So I met him and... As we know, as West Papuan, we we look up to Uncle Jack because mm. you know he's like oh, he's the eldest. Yeah. He's the yeah. diplomat. He has yeah. a really humble character. But mm. yeah, the West Papuan issue. So um, oh, I talked to him, and then he said, "Why not? Why don't you come and visit us in Melbourne?" So mm-hmm. I went to Melbourne, and I saw like the whole community here. So before they sent me to uh, Pet. To, uh, when I did my bachelor degree, mm. the leader of the human resource department, West Papua Human Resource Department, told us that you can't get involved with any West Papua That's right. Um, activists yeah. there because they might corrupt yeah. your mind. Yeah, because is, that's what and happened. then they, I don't know, they terrorize us and they say, um, mm. "Your name is on under Indonesian intelligence, mm-hmm. so all of your name." So, so all, all this was said to you in Australia. In Australia and back in West Papua. So that, that what they actually have officers here who keep an eye on the students, do they? 
Mm, maybe the consulate. The consulate. Not, not, through not, the consulate. Not, not, yeah. not like office. No, no, no but, but yeah. through the consulate. Yes, through the consulate. That's part of their job. All right. Mm. So, how did you get back here? Yeah, um, uh, first time I didn't know like how to go back to Australia again since my visa is finished, but mm. then, luckily, luckily, because I finished my degree and mm. I got my certificate mm. and then I uh, apply again for another scholarship. Mm-hmm. Now I get accepted, so. Right. But now, after, you know, I take time to thinking about mm. what I'm gonna do in life, so I switch in my major. To what? From engineering degree to uh, community development. Community development. Yeah, because okay. that's, that's what West Papua need right now. Why do they need community development? Uh, honestly speaking, we don't have skills. Right. To compete with everybody mm-hmm. in this world, say to the Asian countries, even with the other island from Indonesia right. as well. We, we don't have the skills. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So are you still here on a scholarship, or has that been removed? Um, under scholarship, but maybe soon been removed because. So you're under scholarship to study community development. Yes. So what made you want to be um, active? I mean, you're taking a, a huge risk. You can be deported at any time. I think uh, this activist experience, um, yeah, activist experience I have in life started from when I was living with my mom. Mm-hmm. Because it's so hard living with single mother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then wh- and that's why I stand up for it. I, when I was a kid, I was working mm-hmm. any right. any type of jobs, honestly. Right. So, so are you? Uh, do you have any? Uh, all right. So you become you become active with the West Papua movement here in Melbourne yep. and Australia, and you're quite happy to be open about it. Use your name, not yeah, hide, I'm happy. not I'm hide in a corner. And I'm not. No, you're not no. hide. You're not that type of man. Okay, all right. So, what type of activities uh, have you become involved in? I get involved with. All right, all right first. What, what, just talk about what you feel comfortable about. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It's okay. Um, uh, as 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 we know that uh, was popping always involved in the arts, mm-hmm. performer and music yep. as well. So, uh, I do my. We went to Castlemaine. Yep. Yeah, we did uh, move the north, move. the north Coast of the North, we call exactly. it. Exactly, <laughs> North Coast of the North, yeah. And we did um, a show there. And then what do you mean a show? What do you mean? What, what, do you play any musical instrument or something? Or do you sing or something? Or dance? What do you do? Um, uh, I come with the stage name Poro BB means puffer fish. So Excuse me, what's the, slightly, what's the stage name? Poro BB. Boro Bibi, which means puffer fish. Yes. Is that because of your size? <laughs> yes. Good. That's why I call you puffer fish. It's all right. We're all large in this studio, Dale, me and you, so we glorify it, don't we, Dale? Oh, we revel, mate. Revel. Thank you, revel. Okay. All right, puffer fish. So, what are you, a rapper artist? Yeah, um, I'm, a, I'm a rapper. I, um, uh-huh. I do spoken words as well. Uh-huh. uh-huh. So, what, in, in West Papua, dialect, in start, English, everything? Uh, all right, it started. Yeah, I did. I did in Bahasa. I, uh, I was my Bahasa was really good. Yep. Like uh, the lit- literacy, yep. everything uh, about my okay. Bahasa is uh, really good. So when I came to know Easy, yeah. and then oh, there's so much inspiration from her. So uh, yeah, I saw her on the stage with her, her daughter. Yep. 
you know, where, whilst he was breastfeeding and talking about yeah. the struggle in West yeah. Papua uh, yeah. through his spoken words, through her rap. I'm like, yeah. you want to do this? All right. I want to do it. <laughs> so when you went to Castlemaine, how long ago was that? Is that a few weeks ago? Uh, it was maybe three months, four three months. Three months ago. All right. So what are you doing now? Now, now, yeah, now, A N O W, now, now. Uh, don't say you're talking to me, okay? We all right, that. all right. What now, are you doing outside the studio? What are you doing? Um, we, who's we, who's we, we're spoken activists, right? Okay. Yeah, we organised a couple of actions here and there. Like, actions. Yep. What's an action? Like last time we went to um, Parliament and uh, what do you call it in Canberra? Uh, yeah. Federal Parliament. Yeah, Canada. Federal Parliament. Yes, yeah, we yes. went there with the canoe. Yes. Canoe met. No, I know the canoe. I've met the canoe. Exactly. So yes. we went the canoe there. Canoe on. What did you push it from Melbourne to? Oh. No, <laughs> did you put it on a truck or something? <laughs> we put it on a truck. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad you put it on a truck. It's a long trundle to push it all the way. But I reckon that'd be a good a good gig to push it from <laughs> Melbourne to Canberra. That would be a good publicity gig. But go on. It might take like one week or two. Weeks. Oh, it take two weeks at least. It's about 180 kilometres. Oh, so All right, so you took the canoe to Canberra. Yeah. What did that achieve? Um, media, that's what we were looking for. Right. What are you trying to um, let people know about? What's, um, what's happening that people need to know about? People need to know that there is ongoing killings and genocide. I mean, honestly speaking, mm. back home. Mm. So it's not all fun. Is it? It's not fun at all. When so there's a need for action. There's a need. I mean, I've come from an engineering background, and then mm. when I see my fellow, my friend, same age as me or even younger than me, you know, being killed or mutilated, and have you seen that? Have you have you seen that? Or have you, have you been I've told seen that? I've seen pictures. And I've seen someone die in front of me, but right. not because of military brutality. No, no, no. So right. yeah. Um, and that's the Indonesian government. Yeah, true. It's Indonesian military. Okay. Because yeah. people don't seem to understand this. West Papua is occupied. There's military bases everywhere. Is everywhere, everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, you, I, you, went, I went there. I went everywhere. Everywhere. There's a military base. Yep. There's soldiers stationed, Navy personnel exactly. stationed all over the place. But they keep denying it. Yeah. It's like a, like a West Papuan rebellion. Um, they... They never said that we're going to start a war to no. anybody, never. No. No. Yeah, what they've been doing is peaceful demonstrations. Mm. They're stating the demand to the country, what mm. they want, and that's it. Mm. But mm. <laughs> the people have been killed, you're quite right. Because isn't, isn't the figures over a half a million since 1966? 500,000. Yes. And what, yes. what, 1 1.5 million West Papuans left? Now, yeah. now with up to 5 million people, we are up In to West Papua? Yeah. And and all West Papua or it's a mixture? Nope. <laughs> we're just up to 2 million. 2 million. Yeah, we're like 2 million, 300 or 400 something. So we're like... Yeah. Minority, minority, minority in their own, own land, oh. exactly. Oh, well, welcome to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander land. Mm. Yep. And they're getting smaller and smaller because the, the, the trans migrants. So, what are you doing now in Melbourne? What activities you got coming up? Okay, so we're planning to do a peaceful rally next week. Next week. Next week. Where? In front of Indonesian consulate. So. Where's that? It's on. Uh, St Kilda and 
70 oh, I can't remember at, the, at this point St. Kilda Road St. Yeah, Kilda, Kilda Road, Road. Yeah. Just and it's yeah. a message to Indonesia yeah it's a message it's called a message to Indonesia rally mm-hmm. and yeah stop Indonesia stop killing with Papuan do you so realise the last time you had a, a large uh, gathering what time is it and what day do you know Last time in Brunswick? No, no, the one that... What day is it going to be, the, the rally? Oh, the rally going to be on Thursday, 4th of October. And... Thursday the 3rd? Yeah. 4th. 4th. Yeah. 4th. Yeah, Thursday, 4th of October. What time? Uh, 1 till finish, so we never is, know. Is, is there a website or something or a phone number people can ring? I'll, I'll, I'll post it on Facebook and it's open for everybody. Right, so you post it on Facebook. Mm. All right, this rally. Okay. You realise last time there was a large one, at the, the, a gentleman was uh, arrested mm-hmm. for entering the grounds and he was fined. He was fined. That's that's what we're looking for. We're like, looking for. Yeah. Oh. We'll wait until the police kick us out, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. All right. <laughs> so it's it's an open, open um, act of defiance. Yep. So um, what we're planning to do is, mm-hmm. because we rise up in solidarity with the indigenous people, so, I mean, indigenous was Papuan, so right. we're going to do a traditional face painting, right. body painting, right. right, while we're holding the banner, and we're going to sing traditional song. So this is outside the... the, the we're going to sit, yeah, we're going to sit in in the in front of the gate. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. And that's uh, next Thursday, the 3rd of October. 4th. 4th. 4th, my apologies. Thank you, Dale. What time? It's 1 until finish. 1 until 1 finish. PM until 1 p.m. 1 until you moved on. Okay. 1 p.m. Thursday, the 4th of And what else you got planned? Um, yep. So, uh, Izzy is organising Freedom Flotilla to Manus. Excuse me, could you explain that again? They're not, they're not going sailing again, are they? Oh, we're going to sail. We're we going sailing. Sail. What's that? I thought the ship was, had, had it. <laughs> We get a new one. You're getting a new one? Yes. I thought the other one was there, dead. There will be five of them. You're getting a new one? Yes. What, a rowboat? <laughs> a new ship. New You're going to get a new ship? Yeah. How are you going to get a new ship? That's cost money. We have the people. We have people power. Mm-hmm. Well, are, you, are, you doing, are you doing a fundraising? Yes, we did it before. And she already bought a new one, so. You already got a new one. Mm. And where are you going to go? From where? The, uh, we're going to go from... There, there are two boats from Tasmania. Right. So you're going to go to Melbourne and after Melbourne, Sydney, Sydney up to... Um, Brisbane. Yeah, Brisbane Cairns. and then Cairns and then go to Manus. Manus in Papua New Guinea. Yes, to bring justice to the refugee up in Manus. Manus Okay, well that's interesting. And when does that begin, do you know? Start in um, May 2019, so... So sometime next year, you're getting, getting, yep, all, yep. getting all, what we say, your ducks in order, everything ready. Yep, so... Why well, start in Tasmania? Um, because the activists, they want to get involved with it as well, because they, mm. you know... Are there West Papuans in Tasmania? Nope. Unlucky. There's no... Uh, you're very unlucky, aren't they? Yeah. I reckon you could move down there. <laughs> One day. <laughs> All right. And how can people get involved? Like, how can people um, contribute to the struggle? Yeah, you, I mean, <clears throat> you can visit uh, freewestpapuancampaign.org or you can come over to uh, West Papua Women Office up in Dockland. Yeah, 8.38 yeah. Collins Street, Level 2, open exactly. from 10 till 5. 
hopefully every day, hopefully. I know Tuesday's a big day. There's a lot of people there on Tuesday if you want to go. And uh, just turn up, ask for a cup of tea, demand a cup of tea. All right, look, uh, we've got to wish you all the best, O'Neill, because you're going to need all the luck you can get. I don't thank think, you, and thank I you so much. I don't think you understand how cruel this government can be. Yeah, we'll see. It, it is exceptionally cruel. And they have got an arrangement, as you know, with the Indonesian government, which allows their agents and spies to work hand-in-hand with our security agencies in this country, which is quite extraordinary because that's a... Uh, that's uh, you know that's removing our sovereign rights. Mm. And it's quite extraordinary what they're doing. Yeah, I think one of the spy came over to the residence after me and Izzy raising the flight inside the consulate. So, mm. Mm. but well, that's the way it is. Yeah, though. that's yeah. the way it is. So yeah, they got to earn a living. Everything for human rights. So yeah, free West got, Papua. They yeah, got, they got to do. They got to earn a living. Stop the killing. Exactly. Well, it's got, well, it's a bit difficult. The struggle will be going on for more than 60 years and will go on for another 60 years if necessary. All right. Things change as we've seen. The Berlin Ward came down. Yep. Things change. Things change, exactly. East Timor gained independence. Well, O'Neill, Waromi, all I can say is we're proud to have you in this country. Thank you, thank we'll you so much. do everything we can to keep you here. So look after yourself, look after your health, lose a bit of weight. You know, because there's nothing worse than a fat activist. Because <laughs> we can't run very fast. <laughs> you know, from one fat, fat, fat activist to another. All right? Okay. Well, Dad, what's wrong with that? Um, have you seen Have you seen the way I run? <laughs> no, I have. Could you imagine? <laughs> but O'Neill I think well, I think O'Neill's looking pretty good. I must admit. <laughs> well, he looks healthy, but he's, he's a little bit overweight. I'm thinking. I'd like to live to a hundred. <laughs> yeah, well, we we need more activists to be able to hang in there for exactly. the long haul. Yeah, the long yeah. haul. It's all about the long haul. Yeah. See, O'Neill, you can be a star or a meteorite. Stars shine forever. Meteorites burn themselves up in a year. So let's hope you don't burn yourself up and become a star. Hopefully. Maybe, maybe one day we'll see you as um, a big man in West Papua. Mm-hmm. All the best. Thank you very much, Dale. You've Thanks. been listening to Radical Australian Community Radio 3CR, streaming live on 3cr.org.au. Don't forget the gathering on Thursday the 4th of October from 1pm till finish. Outside yes. the Indonesian, Indonesian consulate. consulate in St Kilda Road. See no reason to find my way back home. 